exactly. All right. And hi, welcome to Inside. Oh, yeah, we're here. All right. Sorry about that, Ken, you know. I don't know what's going on. I think maybe I had the wrong thing potted again. I'm flying an airplane. You have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. But welcome to Inside the Eye Live. <laughs> Oh, my pleasure to be here. All right. I gave you a nice intro. Again, everybody, he goes by the name of Corncod One. He's got a show called Paleo Conservatives, Conservative on Steroids, available at anchor.fm. And, and again, I listen to you, Ken, uh, from time to time. I get your stuff and I, you're, you do a little, I guess, what, a nine, ten minute short, uh, take every one to two weeks, something like that. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Usually, yeah. Well, lately it's a little bit more, but uh, yeah, even even shorter than that. I, I I basically do a verbal version of a of of a, of a newspaper column about the length of a newspaper column, and I just throw that out as a as a podcast. And I also have you know a, I also have a regular video on YouTube. Okay. I sort of go back and forth. Okay, I haven't seen the video, but. Interesting enough, you are describing, uh, just bring us up to date. Obviously, the U.S. election is a key point. You are out in Arkansas. What's the situation uh, within your network inside of Arkansas right now? Well, yeah, it's, it's actually, the situation actually is very good in Arkansas. Arkansas wasn't one of the cities where the result, or one of the states where the results were uh, in dispute. It, it definitely went for Trump, and there was no, obviously, no electoral dishonesty. But uh, it seems every weekend since the general election, there's been some sort of protest in uh, in the capital, Hot Springs. I mean, uh, uh, a capital in Little Rock, and uh, including some some of them very well attended. So, you know, there is uh, there there is a lot of pushback against this. Uh, neo-Marxist totalitarian regime they want to set up in the United States. And how many, percentage-wise in Arkansas, how many would you consider them, uh, I guess, politically active? And then subsurface, could you give just an estimation of militia strength in, in Arkansas? Well, yeah, there are there are several m- militias here in, here in Arkansas. Um, they're sort of patriot-based. They're not like uh, hardcore uh, nationalist or hardcore rightist, but uh, they're, uh, there's, there's about three or four of them that have uh, significant numbers of people, and I assume there's, there's smaller ones. You know, we're in the American South, so we're, we're very well armed here. Okay, and then as far as the general public goes, Arkansas is coming obviously down uh, with the nation, with, I guess, MAGA, the Trump movement. Uh, would you consider this to be fairly extensive in the state, or do we have a fairly large neo-Bolshevik uh, contingent within Arkansas? Well, yeah, that, it, it, there's two stories here. One is that, you know, during the election itself, I think, I think uh, Trump, won well over 60% of the vote. Uh, the problem here is the upper ranks of the Republican Party. Beginning in the 1970s, you know, we had a Rockefeller as governor of the state. And it seems the, the Rockefeller family have kept the upper ranks of the Republican Party under their control since then. So the current governor, uh, Mr. Hutchison, you know, he's definitely an establishment globalist type. Um, 
you can't even call him a conservative in any uh, in any substantial way. But in the lower ranks, uh, uh, you know, the the people here are very populist, very um, religious right in a lot of ways. Uh, and there are several members. There are several members of the state legislature that are, you know, against against the new world order and the establishment. We actually had three or four of them show up at one of the uh, Stop the Steal rallies at, on the steps of the Capitol, uh, like uh, two and a half, three weeks ago. So would you consider, like, discussions about, I guess, the new world order, uh, the deep state, is that, con- is that seen in that part of Arkansas uh, to be conspiracy theory, or is this something that people have kind of come to grips with now? And they are more open to these types of discussions. Yeah, well, I, I think it, it, the, the political situation in Arkansas is interesting. We only became a Republican state about 10 years ago. And I think in a lot of ways, the average voter here, the average Republican voter, um, hasn't really been able to make a distinction yet between a globalist moderate republican and and a very cons- and a very conservative or a nationalistically or oriented or populist uh republican so so in other words uh, they'll they'll vote the republican line thinking it's going to be conservative but that may not necessarily be so in most instances uh, so uh, it's a, well with the situation like- one of the last states in the deep south to to switch from Democrat uh, to Republican, and like I said, only only about only about ten years ago. Mm. So this is a uh, we're in an era of change in Arkansas. Are you guys following events like in Georgia, where it's very clear you got to be careful about the Republican leadership? Oh, well, you know, of course, of course, I am, and and. Uh, you know, sort of the, the hard edge of activists are, um, you know, I was heartened by the large number of demonstrators, you know, at a lot, at a lot of these events. And I think a lot of those, a lot of those people were clued in. So if there's a, you know, if, if there's a hundred people at a rally, then there must be at least several thousand people who would be sympathetic to it, but uh, not, not sort of willing to go out in public and, uh, you know, risk the anger of their boss or their neighbors or whatever. Yeah, I can I can actually understand that too. It's dangerous in some circles. What's this about a Jake Tapper Christmas? We're about ready to hit the Christmas season. You did a segment on that a Jake Tapper Christmas. Enlighten us about that. Yeah, well, a, a, a few weeks ago, Jake Jake Tapper, the 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 TV alleged journalist you know, said that, oh, we have to, we have to cancel Christmas this year. And as a, and as a very observant Christ, uh, Christian, I was, uh, I was quite offended by that statement as if someone can, uh, someone can cancel the incarnation of Christ or cancel, uh, uh, a celebration that, uh, that the Christ, that the Christian church has had, had for centuries. Uh, I thought it was rather arrogant. On his part, since especially since he wasn't Christian, you know, I and, felt the uh, same way, and I'm not really hardcore Christian, a hardcore Christian guy. But who are right. these people to attack someone else's religion so openly? 
when we even sniff something about theirs and they're screaming down our backs about how anti-Semitic or Islamophobic or whatever it is that we must be. Yet they just bald open face. Let's cancel Christmas this year. Yeah. As if it doesn't mean anything to, to anybody. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was particularly insensitive on, on his part because he's a, he's a, he's a Jewish man. And, uh, you know, I don't, uh, you know, if, if for some reason the, the local rabbis wanted to, uh, cancel Hanukkah, I, I certainly wouldn't, I certainly wouldn't have a strong opinion on that and be eager to tell the world about which, which days, you know, Jews or Muslims or Buddhists, you know, which, which holidays they want to celebrate. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think it's his call, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> Well, hopefully it starts to wake people up about what is clearly an anti-Christian agenda, not just in America, but throughout Western Europe, really, when you look about it. Uh, I would assume you're, you, you and your listeners and people in Arkansas are at least becoming aware of this anti-Christian sentiment in America. You think that might hold true in pockets of Arkansas? Yeah, oh, I think so. I think, I think they can see, I think they can see a lot of, uh, anti-Christian sentiment, uh, sentiment coming from the, uh, Democratic Party in this, you know, uh, nationwide. Um, there's a lot of, like, religious right people here. You know, infor- unfortunately, a lot of them are, like, you know, extreme militant Zionists. But, um, you know, putting that aside, um, yeah, I think I think they see it in the media and are offended by it because this is the you know people people call Arkansas the belt the belt buckle of uh, of uh, you know American evangelicalism in in this part of the world you know this is this is a land of churchgoers mostly Baptists and Pentecostals uh, so. Uh, yeah, I think I think I think there's a gradual dawning that uh, the people that run the United States of America, either in front or behind the scenes, are you know are, are in a general way hostile to the Christian religion. And, and in a way, that should strike people as almost amazing, uh, with a raised eyebrow. Seeing how, for for better or worse, most will say for better for sure, America has been a Christian country, really since its inception. And here you've got a government that's anti-Christian, which means it must be anti-American. Are people putting two and two together? Yes, yeah, slow, slowly, I think. Yeah, um, you know, there's still there, there's still a lot of uh, there's still a lot of sentiment, you know, uh, for the religious right here. Like, for example, in Arkansas, the anti-abortion movement, as a, just as, as an example. Uh, of Christian political activism uh, is very is very uh, very active and very large. Interestingly enough, it seems e- even in a state that's as Protestant as as Arkansas, um, you still it's still sort of a it's still sort of a min- of a majority Catholic thing. Although there are you know maybe about a quarter quarter of the anti-abortion activists in the state. Or, uh, or a Protestant. Mm. But I had expected years. I had expected when I started getting involved a little bit that I that I'd see more that I'd see more Baptists and Evangelical Southern Baptist Convention those those type of people that they be they be more involved involved in a movement like that. But I was I was kind of surprised to find uh, 
you know, the clear majority were Catholics, which is kind of interesting. They're a, they're a minority in this state. But what's interesting is that the Catholic churches are always full here. So it's kind of, they're a very vociferous minority here. It reminds me of other minorities, uh, which sometimes are not nameable. Uh, the steel now. We're looking about the election. Uh, where do you, uh, obviously you've got your audience. Where are you pushing, um, or explaining whatever the case may be about this current circumstances. Um, if you were to reach a big audience, you might have one here. What would you say to the American people about this attempt to what we view as an attempted coup? Uh, where do you stand on that? Oh yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely think that what happened was, uh, massive election fraud, certainly, certainly a coup and that, that coup unfortunately may be successful. Um, because everything, everything now is very much dependent upon what the federal courts do, and in particular the U.S. Supreme Court about about the massive election fraud. And we've heard stuff about the Chief Justice being worried, and he ha- he happens to be a Republican, but he's an establishment Republican, and he's and you know he's worried that if if he should rule in favor of uh, of Mr. Trump. That there's that there's going to be massive violence in the country, and his inclination apparently is just let things, uh, you know, let the let the democrat let the democrats win, so there isn't any violence or disorder, which I think is against his oath as a as a judge. Uh, did judges really think that I don't know eighty a hundred million Americans are just going to stand by? And allow this country to be taken from them and, and that there be no violence equally? Are they just making the assumption, in your opinion, of course, that essentially the MAGA movement, the American people, are just going to surrender without a fight? Well, you know, a lot of people on the center left and, and many on the far left still have that, um, mentality that since they control the media, that they'll be able that they'll be able to quash the opposition, including the opposition to this uh, you know this fraudulent election. That if they keep on putting out putting out the message that you know Mr. Biden was you know uh, co- was correctly elected as as president of the United States, then then they'll just uh, then eventually the uh, you know, the Republican Party members and the MAGA movement and the Trump supporters will, you know, will take their ball and go home in despair. Because it's, it's, it's a process of demoralization. They keep on pounding and pounding and pounding on it that it, that it, was, that it was an honest election. And they're convinced that people are going to continue to believe that. I don't think people are going to continue to believe that. Uh, I, think, I think people... People, I think people have a, if you look at public opinion polls and the attitude people have toward, uh, toward the media these days and the fact that people are using more alternative forms of media and they really don't have much respect, uh, toward, uh, toward the establishment media. Um, I, yeah, I think there's, I think there's going to be, if, if for some reason, and it seems kind of likely at this point, although I'm going to continue to protest, 
uh, that, that, that Mr. Biden will be sworn in. But uh, that's not going to be the end of it. Very good. I'll tell you what, Ken, we're going to actually leave it at that. But I, that was a good segment. Appreciate you coming on. And again, everybody, you can catch out uh, Ken. It's called uh, Paleo Conservative on Steroids. It's on Anchor. Go to anchor.fm forward slash corncod. Ken, thanks for coming on for the for the half hour. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks again. All right, everybody.